Evelyn Waugh thought the motive for reading autobiographical books was to get an understanding of the immediate past. I was born in the first decade of the twentieth century, and I have survived into the last. Thus my life coincides with a period of change, which in England at least, was in some ways greater than in a thousand years of history. I speak not of the technical advances, but of the social pattern, of the decline in an aristocratic order which had lasted since the beginning of recorded history, the changed attitudes to war, to poverty, to religion, to the rights of man, to colour, race and creed, above all, to the alteration in the opportunities for women. We talk today of Thatcherism, but even Thatcherism cannot undo the social revolution which took place as a result of two world wars and the Labour government of 1945 to 1951. My intention is not to write a social history, but an account of my own life in the consciousness that it reflects the history of the times. I shall not attempt a full-scale autobiography, which when not about public events but concerned with the ordinary life of the writer, is nearer to the art of the novelist than of the biographer. To the latter, the material is given and should be of interest in itself. But autobiography comes from within, and can be devilishly difficult. In fact, I jumped the gun. My first two books, published in 1941 and 1945, were about farming in the Second World War, and were necessarily an account of my own experiences. Freddie Lonsdale was a biography of my father, and Child of the Twenties, an account of my childhood and youth, both published in the fifties. I cannot escape some repetition here, partly because these books have been so long out of print, but chiefly because my father, a playwright, was both a dominant influence in my own life and an important representative of the twenties. But I have dealt fairly briskly with my early years and avoided altogether the history of my first marriage when my life was given up to horses and dogs. I have written of that before and have nothing new to say. I do not, as some authors do, find pleasure in reading my own work and when I read my early books recently, it was for the first time in thirty years. The first two were bestsellers, and the others have often been praised, but I was disappointed in them all. The second of the farming books is a great improvement on the first, but both are rather sententious. I think this must have been only partly due to my youth and inexperience as a writer, because so many people bought and enjoyed them. Possibly the high-flown tone was acceptable then, because however clumsy, it was inspired by emotions which other people shared. Only now, when the mood has changed, is it obvious that the skill of the writer is no match for the heroic sentiments. I hope I can do better now. Towards the end of his life, I asked Frederick Ashton whether he thought his best work was done when he was young, or at the time we spoke. He replied that when he was young he was more spontaneous, but that he went deeper now. 
I was reminded of telling Evelyn Wall that I thought my father, when he was young, had been content merely to amuse, but had now begun to wonder whether one should not have some higher aim. A mood, I said, which did not suit him. Perhaps, Evelyn had replied lugubriously, perhaps he doesn't feel amusing any more. There will be a certain amount of name-dropping in this book, because owing to the circumstances of my childhood and youth, and also because I lived on a farm for nearly thirty years, I seem, for much of my life, to have known a few names and almost nobody else.